Like Call It What You Want, which we know is your favorite podcast about the beautiful game, Viore is committed to delivering a great experience for everyone, which is highlighted by their new perspective on performance apparel. Everything is designed to work out in, but doesn't look or feel like it. In fact, I'm rocking their Stratotech polo right now, along with their Sunday performance jogger pants, so I can be business on top when I'm on camera, but super comfortable on the bottom. And it's just the best. Fiori gear is incredibly versatile, and it can be used for just about any activity. Running, training, swimming, lounging around, hosting podcasts, doing errands, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. And for our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash call it. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash call it. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash call it and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yes! What is up, everybody? And welcome to Forum Militinovich's favorite podcast in soccer with truth. I'm Jimmy Cream Cheese Crash Can Connor Junior Conrad, also known as Jim. I'm here with Charlie, Chuck Wagon, Zimmerman Davies, and handsome Hollywood Heath Pierce. And we are less than 24 hours after the roster has been announced. And there were some big, giant snubs, omissions, whatever you want to say. It's some big selections. And I think, guys, I want to start with just commending all the players that did make the team. It is a huge accomplishment. They're realizing their dreams. And I know it's going to be easy to kind of fall into the negative side of things, but I think that the positive side of, of all the sacrifice and hard work that these players have put in is a big deal. Now I do want to say, Charlie, you weren't with us yesterday, so we didn't get that rod Chuck wagging emotion. I didn't know if you wanted to start by giving us your take on Ricardo Pepe and him not being included <laughs> as our resident number nine. I'm Shaq yeah. Moore and I'm getting really rich. <laughs> all I'm going to say is, we don't need four natural right backs. We don't need four unnatural right roster. backs, Charlie. <laughs> Period. But <laughs> but if you're talking about depth in this roster and versatility, we don't need four right backs. You have Serginho Dest, and if you need to take him off because he's not defending, you put on DeAndre Yedlin. You don't need Shaq Moore also, and I don't want to take anything away from Shaq Moore from earning his call-up, his first World Cup. Incredible, awesome, and congrats. But then you also have Joe Scally, who's a natural right back, who you play as a left. So you're bringing four. That, that for me, is you're leaving off potential guys who can come off the bench and, and contribute in the attacking half, which is Tillman, Pifok, Pepe, right? Of those three, naturally, you can take one of those three to give you some sort of different look in the attacking half. If you go down a goal, if you need to go get a goal, if you're chasing the game, those for me, those are the type of players that you need to bring into the game because the defensive players, they can move, they can shift. Kellen Acosta can play right back, you know? So Tyler Adams can play right back. So now you're just adding on, you know, other players who can, who are capable of playing right back. 
Weston McKinney can play right back if you needed to. And I'm looking at the other depth charts across uh, the group. And in England, most of their options are coming in the midfield and the wingers, right? Phil Foden, Marcus Rashford, Bukayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, James Madison, Jack Grealish. And then if you look at their two midfielders, Jude Bellingham, Declan Rice, Mason Mount, Connor Gallagher, John, Jordan Henderson, and, and Calvin Phillips. I mean, that's where they're putting their meat. And I think we should have done the same. You know, you could also add another center back because that position has been so up and down. So a player like Mark McKenzie, who has gotten in and, and out of camps, maybe ha hasn't had the best performance with the U.S. national team, but finally is coming into a groove with his club form. And I, mm -hmm. I'll be the first one to say, you need to have your club form going well first before your national team form gets going. Because you're in a rhythm, you're confident, you're going, and then you might have some a couple cracks at the apple with the national team. I'm, I'll be a, a perfect example of that. It took me a while to finally know my value on the field and what I'm good at, what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are at, so I could work on those with my club team. I finally get to a position where every time I stepped on the field, I felt I could make a difference. What Whether it was goal scoring, which I... I, I thought I was always going to have chances on goal, but I was going to make center backs and back lines move and shift and open up space for other, other players. Uh, I'm going to work on the defensive side of the ball with my pressing runs into the channels, hold up play. I knew I was going to add value. And I think with, when you're looking at this roster, we could add more players in the attacking half of the field who can give us different looks because the world cup Plan A, we always talk about plan A. Plan B, plan C, plan D. You will be covered. And I don't think we have enough cover. Okay, okay. So, and I agree with you. I, I don't know why we brought so many outside backs. And, and Heath, I'm going to get your No hot on takes, this. James. These, these are just these are just the real. This is just this the, is the real, real raw emotion. There's, there's no hot takes here. There's, there's nothing hot about it. You tell what? me what, what team in the world has six right backs. Well, England's, but there are a couple of them are hurt. So I guess yeah, they, they no, made they that job. They, they didn't, made it they didn't sign six. They didn't. No, I get that. No, I get that. Yes. My point is, you're not bringing six on your 26 man roster. Yeah, it's 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 really mind blowing in some ways because of the things that you're mentioning, Chuck. Where it gives us a luxury, a different a different player, and also this is a player who knows the system and has thrived in the system. <laughs> like I don't like. Charlie's wearing his bucket hat because he was banging his head against the wall when the roster came out, is what Mitchell said. <laughs> Charlie's got a big old bruise under fleece. it. It's my new fleece bucket hat. Charlie's got a big old bruise under his forehead when he threw his head <laughs> through, a, through a plate glass window yesterday. I, I, I just, I still, even sitting with this for 24 hours, I still can't believe Ricardo Pepe is not on this team. I think yeah. that he ticks a lot of boxes. And, and here's a quote, Heath, that I want you to, Greg Berhalter said this about Ricardo Pepe. He's another tough one because of his body of work in qualifying. Watching him every week in Groningen, thinking about the opponents we have, we think that the other guys will be better suited. That's one, okay? The next thing he says on U.S. Men's National Team Strikers overall, Greg Berhalter says, we weren't comparing Haji right to Ricardo Pepe. We were comparing Haji to Jordi Pifok, the more physical type. We wanted one profile to be a physical presence. With Pepe, we're comparing him more to Jesus Ferreira. No. Uh, there's nothing. Uh, there's we, no these, these are quotes from. Greg I know, Berhalter. but we all know. No. Yeah. Now you want a motion for me? I'll give you right now. Mm -hmm. That is a no. 
We got him there, everybody. He's triggered. He's triggered. He's triggered. Are He's nowhere triggered. near the same player. They don't offer the same thing. You I saw get that it. with FC Dallas on the same I club get team. It. And He's going fishing. Peppy said, guess got what? Him. This got is him. my spot. The nine, I'm playing high. You can play underneath. <laughs> Yeah. So how are we comparing those two players? This is from our manager. That's what he's doing, which which something had to have happened with Pepe. I don't get it. So listen, let's say it like this, everybody. Even if Ricardo Pepe. Mitchell, you got me. You, got, you guys if, all got if me. If Ricardo Pepe, okay, say, say you don't expect him to play. Wouldn't he, and you could leave one of your 17 right backs at home. You could bring Ricardo Pepe and you say, okay, I don't see him playing in this particular World Cup. But imagine the experience that he's going to get that's going to help provide value for him. If and when he becomes the guy for us in 2026, I still feel like there's no, something but no coaches, no coaches, even but no coaches really doing that, right? He's worried about now. I just think he made because, a mistake. I, I think he if got that was old. the case. Tillman would have gone. Yeah, I okay, and, fair, fair. I'm just saying that, like, I'm trying but, to build but, more value for Pepe because there's so many, so much value. Oh, I there. agree. There's a but, but he deserved to be there. Period. Like, not even about uh, what uh, he's uh, playing. I get it. Not. I get the it. The problem is, is we've pinned ourselves into a single striker system, and when you have a single striker system, you don't need four strikers there. And we if, haven't worked with if, anything else. If you if you are in the game, if you are if you are if you are tied, or if you have the lead, great. What happens when you go down a goal? Are you sticking with one striker if it's not working? That's my point because we've seen throughout qualifying. We only got and friendlies. Charlie, think, we only we only have a plan A, baby. What are you talking about? These plans. That's my point. I, what are you I talking believe, about? What about I believe, options? <laughs> I believe that the coaching staff got a little conservative here. And they got very conservative when they looked at it. They didn't go with the strikers that they could go with gut instinct. They they made that like, look, Haji, get it. Like, same same thing. Super stoked for him. Super happy for him. He's in form right now. You, you can't deny why he's been brought to a World Cup. But that shouldn't be in replace of anybody. That's the flyer. You're taking the flyer. The guy who hasn't been part of it, he's in form right now. But Ricardo Pepe is in better form than Josh Sargent. Again, Josh Sargent, congratulations. But Ricardo Pepe brings something different than him. Ricardo Pepe brings something different than Jesus Ferreira. And Ricardo Pepe has proven that Consistently, Jesus Ferreira has been out of out of uh, the playoffs now for a while. He wasn't in form. He didn't explode in the playoffs like we expected him to. And again, before anybody says it, Jesus Ferreira, congratulations. I get it. But when I look striker. around the field, when I striker. look around the field, I see so I see a staff that decided we didn't care about our left backs until the World Cup came. Now we want cover. And I don't want just one cover. I want two covers. I want to be able to put Sergio Des there. And if I don't like that, I want to be able to put Joe Scally there. And now you've eaten up the whole right side uh, of, of your back line. Shaq Moore, again, congratulations. Where did it come from? Where did it come from? That's what I'm saying. It, it wasn't like you were moved by his play in Major League Soccer either. He wasn't tearing down uh, the whole right side. Well, there there must have Nashville. been something that happened in that MLS camp that, that and, changed and, their mind. Yes. About Shaq look, Moore look in particular. At the, well, look, no. Look at Roldan, Jordan Morris. Those guys – once it went they to 26, once it went to 26, those are the guys that, that... no, I, I think the camp went a long way because I mean, Greg had these guys. Yeah, it clearly did. Greg had these guys to drill over two weeks, two plus weeks. So, so do you think Paul Ariola played himself out of the team because of that two week he, camp? He, he had to have. That would be so goddamn he, insane. But okay, he, he would have had to. He's been Cause, so. Cause there's no other explanation except for. Jordan Morris outplayed. He was coming down to Jordan Morris and Ariola, and Jordan Morris outplayed him in this in this camp. Well, and Jordan I, Morris I has think... a little more left side to him, right? And again, it all goes back to my theory that they decided we need at least two in every position, and therefore they couldn't get a second left back. Greg Bench was out. 
Greg said right? that when we talked to but him. That wasn't a ago. thing. That's before. what he said. Two at every position. Yeah, yeah. but that, that wasn't a thing before. We weren't worried about that. Sam Vines came in because his team was top of the league and he was informed. Then he got injured, right? And then we didn't have another left back that has proven themselves. So now we brought Shaq Moore. Now we bring uh, uh, Joe Scally. Now we have Serginho Dest to be able to cover there. And it's like all of these stacked options to be the crutch for what could be on the left side of the field. Jordan Morris on the left midfield side. We have other guys that can play into those positions, but it's like he wanted to be able to look at a depth chart and go, okay, we're covered there. Where are the rest? Now, I will say this, and I'll say this again. I said this at the end of the show yesterday, Charlie, um, is that the upside is that we have our the best imaginable team outside of Miles Robinson. Uh, we have the best imaginable team right now. Without that we Ricardo haven't had, Pepe, though. Without Ricardo say- Pepe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Outside of Ricardo Pepe. I, well, that's a good shout. We have the best imaginable team, imaginable team in terms of players that we've been wanting to get on the field and together for a World Cup. And being healthy. We don't, and yeah. being healthy. That's what I, that, I mean. That's by and large what I mean is, is, yeah. is we've had health issues. If you look at Reyna, you look at Aronson, you look at Weah, you look at uh, McKinney, you look at Luca De La Torre, who, who, again, has had some solid performances, and the, and the fans absolutely love this guy. We've got this core group back in. Christian Pulisic, still there. You know, the striker thing, I'm very, 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 very concerned. But beyond that, there wasn't one of these other players that ended up, and I don't think they would have been not selected, but injured or out of the team where we've got to go, man, what could have been? I think we're pretty close to that outside of outside of uh, Ricardo Pepe, which I am absolutely, absolutely mind Still a shock. Yeah, I'm, my mind's blown about it too. So, so, Chuck, talk to us about now our plethora of options and the wing spots, because if Pulisic's got one side, and then you have what I assume Jesus Ferreira starts for you against yes, Wales. Yes, first okay. first game Jesus but, but, Ferreira but, starting. But if Ferreira comes, you know that he's going to try to drop into the pockets. That's what he likes to do because I we all think well I can't want to speak for you guys, but I think that he's better as a second striker playing off uh, somebody. Who, else's who's going to argue that? Okay, nobody. I hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. You guys called me out like don't put words in my mouth a couple shows ago. So so I feel like if, if yeah don't put words in my mouth. Yeah, he, if Ferreira yeah. starts, if Ferreira <laughs> starts, you need you need Wea on the field because he stretches. Yeah, the team. But if you have a Geo who I think likes to come back, mm-hmm. or Brendan Aronson who likes to get the ball and then run at people, I don't think they're necessarily doing it above and beyond. So I think the connection of if Ferreira starts, Way has got to start for me. But 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 this is, Jim, go ahead, go ahead. This is where it gets get. This is where I get angry because <laughs> in that same talk with Greg Berhalter when he named the roster, he also mentioned that Tim Way can play up there. No, he didn't. I missed that yes. part. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Didn't. When he was he giving options. Yeah, said, but guys, he also said, he but also my point said, is, Josh Sargent played oh, against yeah. guys oh. in the Premier League last year. And no, so it's going to be me, useful. Dude. This, like, these are the, like, that is, he didn't I, say I, that. Look, he, he I, did. He, I know he was Greg, given options. And I'm saying, oh, he could play there. Why haven't we? Why didn't we? we why didn't why? we see him, Chuck? Why? Because God. if you had Gio Reyna on the right and you have way up top, that's what we've all been waiting for. Let's, Let's we see asked how for it works. It. We had six friendlies. We couldn't see it for 45 minutes. That's all hey, we asked for. Thank thank you. But in looking how they're going to play that first game against Wales, I think Gio Reyna starts. And I think Wea is coming off the bench in that game. I think Brent Aronson is coming off the bench in that game, given that – if Great subs, mo- by the way. Great subs to have off the bench. Yeah. Oh, oh, f- but that's phenomenal. A that's Phenom- a problem phenomenal. in the team, though. I, I don't, don't try to act like when Brendan Aronson, who's one of, who's covering the most ground in the Premier League right now. No, but and, you, you, you know his you, mentality. But, but it doesn't he, matter. He's not going to huff think, and puff. Okay, what happens when you when you don't start Gio Reyna in a game? That that's different. That is but what different. I'm saying is this is the, this is the 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 most depth we've had in the attack. But each of those players are uniquely different and change the way we play, right? We know how Greg Berhalter ideally wants to play. 
and we saw that fail twice in the last window with the players okay, that we wait, had. Wait, 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 okay? wait, not the breaks. I thought I knew how he wanted to play, but he left a system guy at home, Ricardo Pepe, to bring in Haji Wright, who doesn't, does hasn't, like, what? <laughs> he plays in the channels, though. And okay, well, great. that, to me, signals you're playing differently. Then call him in earlier and just get him some goddamn friendlies, man. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. I Keith. think for go England, on. Haji Wright will, will start up top. It, if I'm looking at that game, and we're going to be more defensive and counter, that's not going to be the whole game. But if we want to get a result against England, that's how we're going to have to play. If I think you for, look at how England yeah. has played and, and where they've struggled, we're going we're gonna to take that blueprint and say, guys, but, but, Christian, shine, transition, counterattack. Weah, shine, transition, counterattack. And this is where Haji Wright has made his, his calling in, in Turkey. I, I think that we approach the England game once we understand the result of Wales, I, I agree with you that there's probably they they have an idea of who it's they a preferred want to start. team, yeah, yeah, but but I think that's going to have to change based on the result against Wales. Shout uh, out to Kiko and the. UK I, I just feel like if Ferreira starts, you got to play Wales, which means that Reyna and Aronson because it, it balances our team better. Then Reyna and Aronson are, are super subs, and I I don't not that I want that. I want all those guys on the fields if if we could, but we didn't try it. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, how do, how do we know what it looks like? Hey, we want we want a double pivot, right? We want two defensive midfielders one next to tyler adams and i not think what not against wales i don't no no, no we no, want a double no, no. we want to we do want to double double pivot in depending on like the system of play and when and where right we we, we you can't call any one of our other guys a six i get that right because we're not gonna play a cost no, yeah, yeah we're not gonna play a cost and adams as the double pivot are you saying we did that it, we did a nations league final look great and we did it against saudi arabia adams, too played with mckinney yeah you had Acosta and Adams against Saudi Arabia, our last friendly. I, uh, I, my mind, my, honestly, my yeah. mind is still blown about that. <laughs> my mind is still blown about that. Yeah. Like, you know what that looks like. Like, try something. To, oh, man, don't even. God, you triggered me that he said that. That he said that about where that you play my top. I, that's what I'm saying. God, I was triggered. I'm all over the place. And I just let it loose right here. <laughs> you let it loose. You guys yeah. are, are fired me up. my composure. I the emotion last show. I'm, I'm here today. God. Let's go. Yeah, man. You got me fired up. But, okay. Yeah, Let me, like, do do you think? Do you do you either of you think Pepe's absence can have an actual effect on whether this team does well or not? Do you think he's that that capable or that good? I do. Um, this is where I'm gonna stop you. If Haji Wright can do the runs that Pepe could do, now it comes it comes down to finishing. And and the hold up play and the defensive responsibilities that Pepe uh, I think has has mastered as of late. I mean, with checking back, starting starting attacks from winning it off of off of center backs and defensive midfielders checking back. If Haji Wright can do it, I have more confidence in Haji Wright being our starting striker, playing off the shoulders because Jesus Ferrer is not going to do it. Josh Sargent. Right. So Wright ain't starting jo games, though, man. Josh like, Sargent. Wright is a different option. He's had all these chances he to could. just bring him in and play him. And now all of a sudden, because he's in arguably the same forward as he's been in for a, quite a while now, they go, we needed a profile like that. And they, they, did, they did need a profile like that. Well, well I agree with you, but they brought him in and he didn't do anything in the national team. And there was just no like sort of follow-up of being like, well, I'm going to maybe tinker and give this guy another chance. Oh, now no, you're he going blind. He handed yeah. him in the media. Yeah, I thought he was done. Uh, well, and his body language was crap. To be honest with you, Haji Wright kind of didn't fit the, the, the profile. He wasn't pressing when the team pressed. He was kind of trying to figure it all out. Same way that we saw Malik Tillman at times, just sort of almost looking to where he fits into the, to, to the equation. And I'm not saying it's attitude, but it's more of like, 
figuring it out, of maybe not even being there yet. And he, and you're right, he hammered him. But now he, here he is being the profile that we are looking for, for that option, which I don't disagree with. We do need that profile. We've been arguing for that same case for PFOC of saying we need that profile for a while. But what I'm saying is that I don't see that profile being somebody that Greg wants to start in the game. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say maybe he needed that reality check of where he is and how hard he has to work to make it work with the U.S. national team on the international stage. So it really could have worked out to his benefit that he came in and didn't do well. He wasn't horrible, but he definitely did not impress. And getting hammered by Greg Berhalter in the press, he didn't go back to Turkey and sulk and then turn it off. He only got better. So I think now he knows exactly what the expectations are, how the team plays, and that now I'd say throw him out there. If, if he's looking sharp in training, get, let him let him have a run. Especially, I think, if Jesus Rare starts against Wales, which I anticipate that he will, and it, it doesn't take off, you you got to make that switch quick. So so I thought about this last night. You know, just, just imagine me in a sad pose by a fire, just rubbing my <laughs> chin, thinking about things, you know, and, and we're going to go into I thought about our strikers. pose now and you're going <laughs> to lay down on your side and tuck into a little ball while this, while this shower <laughs> water rains over you. <laughs> and suck your thumb to, to uh, get that safety. All right. So Jesus Ferreira, Josh Sargent and Haji Wright are our options at the mm -hmm. number nine. If I'm Wales, if I'm England, if I'm Iran, do any of those strikers strike fear into my center backs and, and that i'm just throwing that out there and not to say that if you brought pfock and or ricardo pepe that the center backs would be changing their minds about anything but i wonder what the other teams and how they try to break down our team i'm trying to think from that perspective now a little bit because no. i don't think they fear us in that spot which is could be no. to our advantage yes and that's because fine. i think they're more worried about our wingers because we have a lot of diversity in our attack and how they play as we've just talked everybody's got a different skill set they bring something i think Yunus musa breaking the lines is going to be a cause for concern for the other teams weston mckinney's a wild card because he picks and he's gotten better picking his spots but, to join the attack especially on, on set pieces hey and then you got to watch for destin anthony robinson but i think you can also exploit those if they're not <laughs> what, what let me what, let me what, let me what, ask what, something what, charlie what, charlie what, let me what, let me what, ask what, something what? I, I need to i need to i need to heal so let me ask this question Get and it. i'm gonna i'm gonna ask it to charlie my man Greg Berhalter said that Josh Sargent was a profile because he played against these guys in the Premier League last year and is playing against many of them in the championship that he thinks that that will be a, well, I don't remember the exact words, but basically a, 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 an, advantage. A, an advantage of some kind. Yep. We're talking about Josh Sargent from the Premier League last year, mm -hmm. a year ago, on the worst team in the Premier League. Yeah. Not yeah, getting a lot of minutes. He wasn't. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. He wasn't playing in the Premier League. He was surviving no, and like I mean. just doing sprints. He was running. He, he was, was running, running in the Premier League. League. When he was getting time, he was running. He was, and running. he wasn't getting a ton of time because he had Timo Puki and they were competing for the same spot. Uh, but do you agree with that? Do either of you agree with that, or do you think that this is a matter of like the red light came on, somebody asked him the double-barreled question, and he was just like, "I got to get out of this a certain way." And therefore, the easiest way well, out is to be yeah. like, you know, this guy played against these guys and he's he's in that type of environment. Therefore, it's helpful. And I don't want to get into the like what happens behind closed doors, because to me, that triggered me immediately because I was like, don't <laughs> don't start this whole. Yeah. But last year, last year, he was he played against those guys. And therefore, like, we're going to get him into our like then call him on the phone and say, hey, what do we do? You know? Yeah. No. Like, uh, uh, yeah. That uh, take take that comment. And pff, no, that has nothing to do. 
but I'll flip it to Jim. Hi. On Wales <laughs> roster. You rang. <laughs> yes. Who strikes fear I- into you? Well, I would I say. I can that... tell you there's Go not ahead. one player for me that I'm worried about. Not one. For, for Wales. For Wales. There's not one single yeah. player that I'm like, oh, we have to play a certain system or we have to focus on this guy or we have to have two players, you know, kind of know where this player is or track him. Not one single player. It's about how we play and how we react within the game. Of course, we're not going to keep you, possession the entire game. You don't think Gareth Bale is somebody you want to keep an eye on? The guy does have a knack of scoring big goals. Do you think Gareth Bale can play over 60 minutes if he does start? Do you think he's... Well, I think you roll him out there. Yeah, he's been nah. saving his energy, his nah. legs for these three games. I, First time they've qualified in 58 years. The guy's going to bring it. Like, they're all going to bring this energy. I don't think I don't think he can play a full game and then expect to play three days later Wait, would, would we not want to start Josh Sargent then if we are playing against, by and large, the <laughs> yeah. well, by that he, he really, he really lit you up. But I'm, I'm just saying, generally speaking, like if you are going to have the advantage, wouldn't you want to use that advantage? Or if you truly believe that, I mean, I guess one other play, Brennan Johnson strikes a little bit of fear into me against our team. I think okay. he's, a, he's, he's a good player. Whether he's a good he, player. Is that yeah. striking fear? But like not striking fear, but like, him. yeah, that's true. I think Kiefer Moore, he's six foot five up top. I, I think that that's a problem. What fit, what I strikes for me for if, if Wales is, is good for that particular. Still, still not striking fear. No, I wouldn't say fear. What fears me is that Wales are a team. That's what fear. That's what I fear. And I don't feel like I think our our squad has been through a lot. I think that we've come a long way. But I fear that unity wise, Wales can have the system they're going to play. Say they're going to high press the U.S. Right. And if it doesn't work, they will figure it out. Where that's my worry of like, can they put enough of lean on us that we can't figure it out, right? It's more of like that. So, but I wouldn't say any individual I fear from Wales, but I do fear that Wales have found ways to get performances with a team that is not, not feared, right? Yeah. They found a way to, to, as a team, get results. And the U.S. Which is what we're going to have to do, but we yeah. have more individual brilliance than Wales does. And right. that's why we are a better team than Wales collectively when we are playing as one but that's where i think we're all trying to figure out is this current group going to play like a team and rely as as a unit and not on on one player now i hope that we have those moments of individual brands especially from a christian pulisic Gio reina Eunice musa those players have the ability to beat one players 1v1 beat two players in the dribble and and combine and have those moments we say yes but collectively they have to defend as a group and they have to attack as a group for us to succeed i think if we do that well we are better than wales and we are better than iran that's not a question for me but when i say strike a striking fear into an opponent harry kane checks that box raheem sterling checks that box Phil Foden checks that box. Bakayo Saka checks that box. Marcus Rashford. You can just name the whole English box. team if that helps you. But I'm saying quick. they have every player. You would say, oh, I, I don't know how this is gonna go. You know. Yeah, but do you think at- do you think Wales is looking at like um, outside of Christian Pulisic? Do you think Wales is looking at Gio Reyna as some sort of like, you know, massive threat? I mean, you've got some guys that have played in big clubs their entire career, going like, yeah, but you know. He's still young, and he's still. Uh, you know, he's I, 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 w- I would say we gotta we gotta watch out for him. He's a he's a talented player. Strike fear? No, Christian Pulisic. I say yes. Yeah. I mean, look at their back line. They have 
Ben Davies, Tottenham. I mean, he's he's kind of a part-time starter for Tottenham. I mean, he's a consistent he's player. Prone he's prone to make hard. mistakes. He's prone yeah, to make mistakes. But not someone you're saying, oh, he's he's a shutdown, lockdown defender. I mean, he's tough and he's good on set pieces, but mm-hmm. no one that you're saying, hey, we can't get, get by this guy 1v1. And then you you have uh, Ben Cabongo playing at Swansea City, Chris Mepham uh, playing at Bournemouth, and Joe Roden playing at Wren. I mean, th- they're all adequate defenders, but I would bet on our guys all day. Yeah, we got. I mean, obviously, we got to show up, right? I mean, it's it comes down to the fine margins, and and we've seen it in our World Cups in the past that that if we get a little bit of that, you create your own luck. But but if you get that luck to go your way, then then we find usually find a way to get it get through the group. But if we don't then we don't. It's, it's, I, it's, it, just, I don't know. it just comes down to making sure the right guys are plugged in. Christian's always going to be at the left wing spot, but how does he play depends on the players he's playing with. If he doesn't feel that he has to do everything and come inside and take a million touches, then then we're then we're doing the right things. That means Yunus Musa is getting up and McKenney's getting up and they're supporting whoever is playing that 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 striker role. I hope the nine if it's Jesus Ferreira, does not check back like he's always used to. I think I'd like to see him staying high and stretching the field and playing off the defender's shoulders, yeah. finding those pockets to the left or the right or in between those the the the, the back line of of Wales. That to me would say, okay, we we got something going. And then if it's Gio Reyna, that he's he's on the ball, he's facing forward, he's connecting passes. That to me would say, all right, we're doing things right. But it's all about the right collection of players that, you know, the, that, puzzle, the puzzle has to set up properly. Of course. And the, not only does the puzzle have to set up properly, I think what separates good players and good teams from great players and great teams is your ability to adapt to what the game is giving you and how quickly you can make those decisions. If we, I, I don't know why I have Luka Modric in my mind. Okay, he plays for Real Madrid and, and Croatia. But when something's not on, he knows exactly where the, the second option is. And if that isn't on, he's just so cool to go to his third option. And, and it doesn't necessarily yeah. stop the flow and the rhythm of what his team is trying to do or, or how he's trying to have an impact. I also think won a ball door, though, to be fair. He did. I, and I'm using, I mean, I, you know, I mean, Zidane is another, you know, obviously above and beyond. Modric, Honestly, but... I think we should just bring in Ronaldo from Brazil. <laughs> no, but, you, but what I'm trying to say is, you guys know what I'm trying to say. You just give me a hard time. Is, is that that is what I think is going to determine how much success we have in this tournament. Are, are you guys starting uh, Tim Reem then in that case of understanding what what it, what is happening? Because it looks like when we named the roster, yes. we went with a lot more experience. People keep complaining about Roldan and Morris, and Reem seems to be one that everybody agrees with coming in. Reem is a little bit of the fact that we had a few players drop out with injuries, right? We know I'm that. Starting him. Um, but also, I'm starting him. But also, uh, now with what we got and who we're playing against, Tim Reem and the form that he's in as a captain of a Premier League squad, Makes a lot of sense, but is he is he your starter based yeah, on my, who my other options? My other options are Aaron Long and Carson Carter Vickers. Carter Vickers that are coming coming off a bit of a sore knee. Who, who's and... not a who's not a left center back either. He's, he's yeah. A right I'm, I'm back. going Tim Ream. Good because I would be the first one to tell you if we're trying to be high and aggressive and Tim Ream can't play, but in this scenario where he has a partnership with Anthony Robinson built in, they know each other like the back of each other's hands. And the fact that he's playing every week, he's consistent, that Fulham is doing well, and he's the captain of that side. You talk about experience within this group, down the spine, he's got to play. He's got to be your number one. However, we know this this two-week camp, Greg Berhalter got to work with Aaron Long and Zimmerman together as a partnership. No. That, that could, stop. Charlie, I'm no, we're not going to do it. We're I'm not going to do you, it. That, 
we, we listen, you that can could bring, be it. Every, every, listen, we talked about this a little bit and you weren't here, Charlie, but every coach has their favorites. And I think that you have to allow every coach to, to do that. And I think Aaron Long is definitely one of his favorites, but now it's getting to, you know, squeaky bum time. And, <laughs> and we can't play around with, with your, like, you got to play the players that are going to be the best fit for us to actually have success. And he you got experience the, too. He brought experience it. that we didn't expect. He could have brought yes. Tillman instead of Roldan. He went with Roldan. He could have brought, yeah, uh, Jordan Morris versus Ariola. I get it but you're bringing depth in a position and a guy who has a lot of experience in the national team at the professional level. Like the guys that we brought that we didn't think were coming increased our average age, probably to not even being the youngest team in the world cup anymore. Right. We brought, we brought veterans as opposed to a young player that's inexperienced. That's at the bottom of the roster that we all say could be a huge opportunity for Tillman could be a huge opportunity for Ricardo Pepe, but they brought, he brought players that I think in the last minutes they said, Hey, we're going to need, there's going to be some turbulence on this flight and we're going to need some people that we can look dead in the eyes and know that we're going to, that can help us weather this, whether on the field or off, by the way, uh, mm -hmm. that's the only way that I can process some of these things. Yeah. Like another player that I think of that has a high ceiling is Richie Ledesma at PSV. I mm -hmm. mean, mm -hmm. I agree. He's playing under Rude Van Nistelrooy. He, he's, I mean, he, he was really getting a lot of playing time. He suffered an injury setback, but now he's still getting back into the mix. That's a player who has a high ceiling. You know, you could throw him, in into the mix given his his ceiling and his potential for 2026 but ultimately he went with the guys uh, in my opinion that if they're not playing because you're depending on this young roster for most of them to be playing 80 90 minutes a match and not having those issues that i want to i, I want a culture where everyone's happy and excited to be there and and uplifting and and supporting uh, one another and and no one's going to be sitting there with a, a puff uh, you know a pout pouting and taking down that that energy you know they he wants a straight positive environment in a locker room and that's okay and for trust me. too i, I get trust, it I, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot i would want that too it's literally it's literally trust to me that's what it is where he knows when was the last time you saw jordan morris have a three performance he might not give you a nine or a ten ever but you know he's going to probably do more good than he does bad. Christian Roldan, same thing. I don't remember the last time he had a three performance for the national team. Now he doesn't stand out. He doesn't have the upside of a lot you of don't want to, You don't want him to stand out. You want him just to no. be a hard worker. I want to know when I put you in and I give you the three details, you're going to do those over and over and over again. And, he'll and you're going to do them to a T. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's like at least one less thing to worry about if you're a coach. I don't agree. I'm not saying he's – he. I, do I think Malik Tillman is better? Absolutely. But – you don't know what day you're going to get Malik Tillman. We know he's one of the best players at Rangers right now. He's arguably their best player right now. But on any given day, and what he's shown on the national team so far, is that he's still got a lot of work to do to doing that consistently, to being the star that we know he's capable of. Well, I want to let everybody know that if you want to get your favorite U.S. men's national team players jersey, you should go head over to soccer.com and make sure you sign up for the Gold Club Loyalty Program, where a $5 membership will give someone up to 10% off of every order for life, everybody. So a shout out to soccer.com. Soccer.com. Head over there right now to make that happen. All right, we're going to take our first and only break of In Soccer We Trust. When we come back, we're going to talk about more of the good stuff. You know what's up. All right, we'll see you right after this. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to In Soccer We Trust. I'm Jimmy Conrad alongside Charlie Davies and Heath Pierce. And we want to remind everyone to don't stop watching the beautiful game after the World Cup ends because Paramount Plus has you covered. We're going to give you 50% off annual plans, baby. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. And it's going to happen between November 5th and December 31st. You got a lot of time to make this decision after the World Cup ends. You got a couple weeks there. Use the code all year and you're gonna get 50 percent off an annual plan to make sure you get the beautiful game Ooh. all time every time we got this is so much right champions league europa league uh you got Serie A and wsl love it world cup qualifiers this is it's on and on brazilian league argentinian league it's uh it's fantastic so this is a really great deal and I, we want you to take advantage of it the code is all year so go to paramountplus.com and do that for us please that would be really cool all right so any big ah, where, where do we want to go with this i guess is the probably the best let's, way to say let's it. let's go with with the pecking order the pecking order in terms of what so if matt turner is your one who's number two mm. Mm. i'll go i'll go sean johnson same i like sean johnson i think he's a great shot stopper i think he's shown that he could be clutch in big moments and that's what you need at the highest level he's yeah. also got okay feet he can pass He's not, I mean, we, as long as it doesn't that. go to the left foot, the left yeah. foot is for walking. <laughs> that left foot is, is like a, just a, a pole. I'm going to cut this out and send it to him. Look what Charlie yeah. said about you. Sean. Hey, I, crazy, I, I, I used to have the same, I used to have the same yeah. problem. So uh, I still uh, got the same problem. My right foot's for the gas pedal only, Jimmy. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I save that because I, I need to use that to get places uh, with my car, but otherwise on the field, no chance. Okay. All right. Then pecking order at. Right. Well, we have a lot of right backs, so this should be an interesting yeah. conversation. Dest, Dest, Yedlin, Moore. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you, I'm, do you, I'm, okay I'm, with I'm that. saying yeah. Dest, Yedlin, Scally. Oh. Okay, I could agree with that too. <laughs> I don't know where Moore came from. I, I like. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't. I, I mean, he must have had a blind look. I know he's a good player. I, we, he's had a couple I, national I team games. Forgot Scally. Yeah, I, <laughs> Uh, I, I, Moore has had a couple games with the national team where you see some brilliance, right? Where you see he's good on the ball. He's good at, good at getting forward. You see he's, uh, can cover ground. Like you can see those types of things. So I don't want to undermine that. It's just more of like, usually we see the surprise in that we saw Haji Wright. And for him to just decide that, oh, how about Shaq Moore? That makes sense. That, that to me is, that <laughs> okay. to me is a little one. But I'm going with Scally at number three because I thought when he did come in, and I don't think he'll be a starter because of that depth, but he could come in at some point in the game and he just seems... You know, especially when the game starts to settle down and open up, he, he he's shown that he can do it. So okay, okay, I'll do left back then. Anthony Robinson, number one. Anthony Robinson, number two. <laughs> Anthony Robinson, <laughs> number three. I I I just hope that he doesn't get hurt because who's the back? Who's the backup? You think? Do you think it's Scally or do you think it's? I I think there's that's why there's I both of them because you can just rotate I, based on like oh we don't want to move Des because he's been so good we need to go with Scally. I don't, there I don't like Des over there. I don't think we. He doesn't obviously shine as well. He cuts inside, comes to his right. Then he starts to run into the space of other guys. Yeah, but it, if you had to in a pinch, I think that's the really only option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of experience yeah. and being around and how, you know, and, and he he won't bomb forward as much on the left side because he's got Christian sitting right in front of him. So I think it's a little bit harder for, for him to maybe I mean, find I, that space. So I guess Dest, but 
it's a coin flip between Des and Scally, I'd say. That's the weakest. That's the weakest position in our in our group, in our twenty six man, because there is no backup really. There's no definitive backup. If he goes down, there's not one player who can give you uh, end line to end line service with your left foot. Yeah, no, that's fair. There's not one player. And, and and it seemed like it seems like I should say that with Fulham and one of the things that I was craving from him more consistently was hitting that deep cross. He doesn't have to always get to the end line to hit a good cross. But you need and your striker to be playing true, off, the, true. Back, off the the center back shoulders for that. We're not, we're not a striker, so. Well, that's true because we left him at home. But we have. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, but Haji. I have you. I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. But but it was an easy joke and I took it. But Andy, uh, spot on. Anthony Robinson, I think that he, I saw, I've seen him do it a few more times this season under Marco Silva and Fulham. So I'm hopeful that that shows itself. I just think it makes him a little bit more unpredictable. Do you, you have, then you have to step out to him. Cause if you got good at hitting that deep cross and people are aware of it and he was doing it successfully, then it forces their outside back to step to him. And more that will give him the space Christian. to take. And, and well, that also gives him space to just blow right by the guy. If he's coming out to pressure him too hard. Who's your captain for the world cup guy? Tyler Adams. It, it better be Tyler Adams. Him. It better not be, I don't, I better not see another player even getting a sniff of that captain's <laughs> armband. It's only Tyler Adams. They're going to keep it in a, like a locked case at his locker in case Just anybody gets any crazy. Don't ideas, even look you know? at it, guys. That's Tyler Adams armband. Don't look oh, at it. Okay. Center backs. I think we're all in agreement around. that Tim, Tim Ream and Walker or for yep. going pecking order. Walker one. Yep. Ream, Ream two. two. Oh, what, but what, hold on real quick guys. Be, I, I do want to, Jimmy, we addressed it yesterday. You, you tweeted an apology to Tim Ream. I did. But what's changed? I, I get that he's captain. I get that his team's in form. I get that he's playing it's, well. But he's been a career player in the Premier League or the Championship as a captain of a big club. It's been different this year, though. It's been is different. Is it because this year. of injury? Is it because of the, the? Is it because of Robinson that we're having this conversation? Yes, it is. is. It, is it, you know, if Chris uh, Richards and Robinson are are here, well, he's not there. If we're think if we're looking at this all fairly, Long wouldn't be on the team. I mean, I don't think that he's done or done enough to warrant being in the in, in World Cup. I think there have been other options. So if you had a Miles Robinson. And you had a Cameron Carter-Vickers and, and a Chris Richards. I don't think Long makes the team. I would still bring Ream, given his current form. And there's a consistency in his game, Heath, where the the maybe the big mistake so you're that, that he would make. Five yeah. center backs. You so brought who, who else? Yeah, I would bring. Right I would leave off one of the right backs, and just like Charlie said, bring in the Mark McKenzie then, or, or yeah. you know, you bring in that fifth one because it, it isn't really settled who our starting yeah. center backs are. Yeah. So why not take the risk there as opposed to a spot? I mean, because because full coverage. transparency. Chris Richards was climbing the, the 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 depth charts of our national team pool, and he wasn't even playing yeah. because nobody was taking it, and nobody right. was stepping up, and nobody was like getting getting like coming into that position. Chris Richards just by default hasn't had a great national team game yet, like where he, where you're like, okay, we saw Walker Zimmerman own a couple of games, and you go, that guy, okay, that's it's his. Until he was further playing notice. in the Bundesliga, but it, but he's playing in the Bundesliga, but then was injured for half the year last year, and then this year is in an environment. Where he just kept on becoming like people were like Chris Richards, sure starter, because nobody else was willing to take that, and so it would still leave the conversation for for a Tim Ream in that context. Had Richards still been healthy I as agree. well, and also you know looking at Long in in the without whatever emotion Greg has for him, you leave that part of it out, then I think that Tim Ream would be in the balance as well. Also, there's nobody in, in our, out of our center backs. If you, even if you include Miles Robinson, who I don't think of as a great passer of the ball i mean he can he's okay but i don't think of him as a great passer no. chris richards doesn't really i mean he can but it's not like he wows me whereas i think tim ream is clearly our best 
ball playing center back outside of John Brooks, who was out of the equation very early on. So, so I don't know. I think Tim Ream would always be in that conversation, even with the injury. If you're looking at it and you're seeing how well he's been playing and really that consistency for me. And I think the connection with Anthony Robinson is important because I think where one of our vulnerabilities in our team is that we have two outside backs and a back four that both like to get forward. And there has to be that discipline. And if desk goes, we can't have Anthony cheating because he can sense that maybe something will pop up on the other side. He's got to stay true to that. And I think Tim Ream has that rapport with him on that week and day-to-day basis training with Fulham to hold him accountable and make sure that he comes back. Oh, because that's man. what, that's what Fulham's doing I, every week. The amount of times I started to drift and you get the, oi! <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> where that's you probably me. That's probably me yelling <laughs> where, at you. Where are you going, bud? Where are you going? Yeah. Stop following the game. Tuck inside. Stand in front of the center, the center board. <laughs> right, right, you right. Know, where are you going? The game's on, you know, it's a corner on the other side. Where are you drifting for? Yeah, yeah, if, I, if yeah. I'm a center back, I'm not letting my my <laughs> my uh, safety valve just uh, disappear up the up uh, the flank. Uh, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the midfield is pretty pecking order is pretty straightforward, uh, yeah. and I guess it comes now to strikers and wingers. Uh, Charlie, why don't you lead us on on uh, maybe the wingers in terms of pecking order if you want? Yeah, Pulisic one, Pulisic two. <laughs> Here yeah. we go. You can't take my joke. I already Jordan, said that. No, I know. I got, and then I go Jordan Morris three. So I think, <laughs> Here we I, go. There we go. Trying to trigger everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I re- I remember real quick on this story, Charlie. Before you get through this, I remember around 2010 they were putting out like depth charts for the 2010 World Cup, and I saw a blog post of somebody that just put out 10 traffic cones and Landon Donovan. <laughs> no, I was not. and it was the tall pylons you know that you can do in like the software and it was one of the and they wrote traffic cone traffic cone traffic cone and then it was a uh, uh, Landon Donovan I, I don't know I thought that was rich you know at least we were all going down together when was that when was that for I, I was I think it was around I would think it was around the 2010 I definitely around the 2010 cycle it's probably made I think Landon made it but that's great. Nice. Okay, I so that but, person felt stupid after. I know. Um, but Charlie, Charlie, was, give me your. No, nah, he was he was Ghanaian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna go to the striker position. I think Ferreira is your one. Okay. I think Sargent is your two, and I think Haji Wright is your three. And then in the right wing position, Reyna is your one, Weya is your two, and Aronson is your three. Hot diggity dog. Who did you say is was the? But two Aronson on, on the is also your number two. Uh, behind on, on, Musa or McKenney or Pulisic yeah. who's behind Pulisic then on the left I said Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Morris you saying Morris you're, 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 you're okay I think James I Although, think Jamo is a final think, 20 20 guy but as a starter I don't see it I would still no, go with like not an Aaron. Not as a starter. No, but I'm saying if, like if Pulisic is out Pulisic's out no you're gonna get Aronson start over there yeah. at least uh, or or Reyna or Reyna. But, but we're saying that J-Mo is, is like first off the bench, depth chart, left left midfield. Yes. But no, if it, I'm, if, I'm not if saying that. Is out, you're not. Like, give, I would give say, it, I would say give it, 20, 30. I, I'd give J-Mo that. Like, given that you, let's say you got to get think that will. I think that will go to the other guys first. Sorry, Charlie, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was saying like, ideally, you have Musa, Reyna, Pulisic, Weah, Aronson on the pitch together. But we all know that's probably not going to happen. Now, if let's say... Reyna's starting, and he comes off, so Wea goes on. Aronson comes on for Musa or McKenney, and you need that sub for Pulisic. That's when Morris comes on, when those guys are exhausted. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, Sar- Sargent can't play the wing. and that that's he, We've seen it. He's not a winger. He's just not a winger. So that can't be an option. He, 
he thrives when he is playing central and, and he's a striker and he's playing off the defender's shoulders. That's his best position. That's where he scores goals. When As soon as Norwich City moved him back to the wing and put Timu Puki in that position, he stopped scoring. Mm-hmm. And then he got injured because of all the work he has to do up and down the right <laughs> flank or the left flank. So for, for, for me, that's not an option for him. And, and it's Reyna, Wea, Aronson. Though you're, you're trying to get them on the pitch. It, it's going to be crazy to think that Wea and Aronson were, are going to be on the bench. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is crazy. It's a crazy thought. Um, I, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm of the mindset with these guys that it's hard for me to, uh, it's hard for me to imagine. Again, I go back to what Jimmy said earlier, which is I thought I knew how Greg Berhalter wanted to play. And I, I think we do know how Greg Berhalter wants, wants to play, but he is coming to the harsh realities of like, this is where we're at in our development of what we can do that are going to get us out of the group stages. This is not about, you know, the, 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 the Jurgen Klinsmann era of like, I'd rather lose than, than play ugly uh, type of thing. Um, I, I think this is uh, very clear that of, of where we're going to, or at least somewhat clear of what doesn't work as opposed to what does work. I, I'll start there. But if we are going to press, if we are going to at any point in anywhere in the tournament against any team, decide that we are going to be a pressing team that dictates that and tries to win the ball up the field. I can't imagine a world where Aronson isn't starting. Yeah, it's, I agree. He's, but, he brings a lot. I mean, you, it's, you, you could say the same thing though, as, as Tim Ream starting, like you can't see him starting if that's the case Yeah, of high press being aggressive, high, high line. I would say Tim Ream being in that position, you're exposing him. Right. Because in, right. in the, in, in all the systems that, that press, the gig press is the, the most popular one. The left back has to get high. That means that left central defender has to cover that space and also cover the space in behind. And if you're looking at England or even Wales, if Gareth Bale played it, even though Gareth Bale isn't making those runs anymore, but Raheem Sterling and Harry Kane love that space. Yeah. Hey, let me, let me just say, Kiss just will not stop talking about me saying Pepe and attitude. Uh, I, I don't remember. Did I say something about Pepe having an attitude, Jimmy? Yesterday? I feel like you've always been Ricardo Pepe's number one stand. So I don't know. I think we it's maybe like a, al- we maybe alluded to the fact. Def kiss, get him. Go ahead. That, that Let him know I, where it is. Maybe you said something with regard to I don't know why else he would not be in unless there was some type of thing. Yeah, I mean uh, that that is true. I mean, and we've talked about before that people said that his training he wasn't great at training and things like that when he first got to to, to Germany in terms of his attitude and commitment to the training things like that. But he's in form right now, and I still think that. Pound for pound or tool for tool or skill set for skill set, he should be on this roster based on form, based on what he brings. But I don't think it's anything about his attitude. Yes, we talked about are there guys that wouldn't accept a role of being a non-starter. I don't think that's him unless that took place with him in camp, last mm-hmm, camp, mm-hmm. right? When everybody had a bad camp. And I don't know if that's the case, but I do know that um, that that it's not, I, I, I can't speculate anything on on his attitude or what happens in places that I don't, that I'm not, so. Wow, Def Kiss coming at you, but uh, you had like your 15, chance. It was like 15 messages, so I was like, eventually, gotta, eventually you got to adjust it. You got to adjust it. Yeah, now you know yeah, how to get our attention. Got, well done, Heath. Address okay, that. okay. So Wales dropped their their roster. No real big surprises there. <laughs> and according to Chuck Wagon, there is nobody to fear on that team. And then we have England's. Nope. They dropped their roster, and they have three right backs. And Ben White can play. Four. We got Harry Maguire in there, everybody. I think that uh, bodes well, even though he usually plays. Harry Maguire! Well Midfielders, 
interesting. You got Jude Bellingham, Connor Gallagher, Jordan Henderson, Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice. Jordan Henderson feels, I don't know if he feels like he's past it, but when I talk to my British friends, they're like, I don't know why Jordan Henderson was involved. Calvin Phillips coming off an injury. Connor Gallagher, I think was a big surprise for some people, but we all know it's probably going to be Declan Rice and Jude Bellingham kind of holding it down yes. in front of the back line anyway. And Jude Bellingham is incredible. Forwards though, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, stacked. James Madison. Absolutely stacked. Marcus Rashford, Bukayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, Callum Wilson. Newcastle's Callum Wilson. So no Jaden Sancho. No Ivan Tony, who's been doing well for Brentford. So they left a couple guys that were also in good form. Callum Wilson is as well. And what's interesting is at the center back spot, they could have taken uh, Fakayo Tomori, who's been excellent for AC Milan. And they decided to kind of go with the guys that they always go with which is yeah. Harry Maguire and John Stones and Connor Cody and Eric Dyer. And that is pretty shocking for me that Tamori has been playing better than some of those guys, but yet Gareth Southgate went with his kind of tried and true, which I think is a mistake, but uh, maybe that's something. Is there any areas of that? I mean, if Maguire, Maguire starts low-hanging fruit to say we should go right at him, but we got to get the ball to our number nine to actually, or our wingers to actually have an impact on taking advantage of Harry Maguire out on the field. Heath, you go first. Yeah, I, I, I again think about the fact that we've got a one-striker system and we struggle to advance the ball and keep our strikers engaged over 90 minutes. They don't get a lot of touches. And so, like Charlie said, you're going to need somebody that can run the channels, willing to, willing to run route one that pulls the team back further into their box, allows you to get the ball in the corner, bring it back, and allow your team to come up underneath and maybe get some possession there. Again, it's fluid, right? They can, might come out completely different than, than what we expect. That's sort of the whole point of 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 the, the mystery of how teams are going to approach each other and based on again how what the results were in the prior game on how they're going to grind out or play more openly in the second game but when i think about when i think about england i i just they seemed like they've brought a mix of of grit and as well as skill players right like you say that you're, you're bringing some calm wilson you know that's a, that's a that's a fighter that's a quality player right. but a fighter he's not right. he's not he's not jane sancho but he's a different type of player in terms of, of, of what he's going to bring to the locker room, to the team, on the field, and when you put him in and what circumstances. And so it's like they built out a pretty pretty well-rounded roster Tammy, as well. No Tammy Abraham. That's right. No Tammy Abraham. Yeah. Dang. There's, there's yeah. a couple of snubs for sure. Tammy Abraham, Jaden Sancho. I mean, for England, though, it's always going to be – it's the same thing, right? There's the, Every team's going to have a few of the shock omissions, a few so shock submissions. It's, um, it's it's you need to have the guys who are who are going to be supporting and rallying, uh, you know, the group. Given that they're not playing, maybe there's a, some players that should be in that squad, but you know their attitude is not going to be great if they're not playing or or they're not starting. And right. so how how can you take that knowing that that'll take away from the group? You know, you look at France. They said twenty six. We'll we'll go twenty five. We're not going to go. Not insane. Was was it ever hard of was it ever hard for either of you? And be honest here for a second. Mm -hmm. Not starting, because the story for me again. We know my we know my my battles with Johnny Bornstein for everything. Johnny Bornstein, when he was on the bench, always came in. When I was on the bench, I never came in. And there were times that I was not in games where you're kind of like boiling because you want to be on the field, you want to help, you want to contribute. And there's that thin line between channeling that and knowing that you you want to do more, you want to contribute more, and just being a dick, right? Of being like, I'm going to make a scene. Or I am going to go out of my way so people feel my energy. It's like you said, Jimmy, when you were in the uh, in the elevator with Casey Keller and you're looking for a little bit of a hug. There's also the reverse to that, where you're like huffing and puffing and like kind of blaming everybody around you. 
And that can be toxic in a locker room. And this isn't a single camp and you go back. This is a month these guys are together. And one little, little you know, poison chalice can, can poison everybody in terms of yeah. their belief for or against the coach, how you rally, who are the ones that people go to for an honest conversation. Yeah, Did either of you feel that? Though. You, yeah. And it's always the, the person who's not playing that has influence, though, mm -hmm. that has had a history of success. And all of a sudden they're not playing. And how do they take that? I'll, I'll be honest. Anytime I was on the bench, I was pissed off. Mm -hmm. I never thought I should be on the bench. But if I was, and, and probably a good example of me being in you know great form, the best form of my career in, in 2008, uh, up to that point, playing at the Olympics, and the U.S. decides to bring Brian McBride, and then mm -hmm. Freddie Adu was playing alongside him as the two strikers in a 4-4-2 system, and Josie and I are on the bench. I, I was like, how am I on the bench? I am I am fit, I'm fast, I'm scoring goals, I'm playing in Europe, but I I took it. And all you could do is be supportive and work my butt off. And that's what I did. And I had to wait for a chance. And finally, I got an opportunity to, to go on against Nigeria. And I showed, hey, I should have been playing. And had I been playing, I think we would have got out of this out of this damn group. But that's all you can do. I was never the guy that's saying, I'm going to I'm gonna suck the life out of out of this locker room. I Heath, was always Heath. I'm pretty sure Charlie's dance, he's saying it. He's dance. saying it now. Charlie does not like Freddie Adu. That's all I'm picking up from that statement. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what anybody else is saying. That's oh all man. Yeah, hey, I do. I do remember the Brian McBride thing because again, we've talked about this before. But he did, <laughs> he hadn't played in a long time. Like I think it was months since he had played his last match when he came into that into that thing. Like in terms of like match fitness, and he got that start over Charlie. I I, I feel for that. But it is a hard thing to constantly have that perspective and hopefully people have a network around them that help them to keep that perspective to be a good teammate. But Charlie, we talked about this yesterday too. And, and Jimmy, I want your take on it also, but uh, about how like Bob Bradley was curious why I was sitting at so many different meal tables. And I think you had mentioned something like that as well um, of having a chat with him at some point. He was always just like, why, you know, you're over there and then you're with this group and you're with that group. And it was like, he wanted me to not have, like he so wanted me to friends. have like my tribe, like, and that was it, you know? Uh, and I thought I found that to be weird. But if you think about like, if somebody doesn't trust me and they think that I'm going in and like, you know, lighting uh, little fires, I don't know. I don't know what the meaning of that. I I'll always, never, sat with, never. I always, I, I love sitting with different groups. Yeah. That's what I did. I loved it. Yeah. I didn't have, I didn't necessarily have a, you know, uh, my, uh, I guess there was, tribe there was three there. groups. There was three yeah. tribes. Yeah. And <laughs> you had the three tribes and I, I sat with, with three, but mostly the two tribes. Yeah, same. J yeah, Jimmy, I, what about you in terms of I don't of like want to get into the, the, in the okay, no, I don't okay, want to get into get the insecurity, insecurity of a let's national talk. team coach that was like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. blows my mind yeah. how insecure a certain coach was. But what? Uh, but what about you for like being on the bench? Was there ever a struggle? Because you were always a good leader, a good captain. But like, you know, you can't tell me that your smile on your face when you watch somebody <laughs> else getting that chance to steal your spot. Even thinking about the 2010 cycle, right, where it was sort of in your control up till red card against Honduras and, and the circumstance you've talked about of like with you having a baby and, and those types of things, like, have you had that moment where you're just like, yeah, of course. Yo, I was pissed. I, 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 in some ways I didn't take advantage of the opportunities that Bob Bradley gave me right. and he gave me plenty. He made me captain four or five times and, and I'll always be in debt to him for that honor. It's an incredible honor to captain your, your country. I just don't think, I was playing in the right way for him. This is kind of getting into the weeds about the psycholo psychological aspect of the game. But I felt like when I stepped on the field playing for Bob that I was trying to do what I thought he wanted me to do 
as opposed to actually just playing the game that was in front of me, which is where I felt a lot more relaxed and maybe a little bit more trusted from Bruce than I did when Bob was my coach. Cause I didn't really, and I, I think that's just part of his style, not neither good or nor bad. It's just part of his style. And some players do respond to that. And I just wasn't one of those players. And I always felt like I was walking on eggshells and, and I don't think that got the best out of me too. And, and I kicked myself because I felt like I was old enough and had been around enough and been around enough coaches to know what that looked like and how to manage it. And I still just couldn't get out of my own way. And obviously a couple of plays didn't go uh, the direction that I would have preferred. And obviously suffered a severe concussion during my time with the gold cup. And, and had I seen that one out and, and played well in that tournament, maybe it's different. You know, there's all these little things that, that you can, uh, you wouldn't have, said, you wouldn't have taken a five, five nil L in the final. <laughs> That's yeah. Just like you guys, you know, if you would have started in the Olympics, then you would have got it out of the group. I feel the same way that if I had been playing, in that game where we lost to Mexico 5-0 in the 2009 Gold Cup final, then maybe the result would have been different. Now, mm -hmm. you look at that game, and, and the center back that started over me ended up going to a World Cup. He's got that 5-0 L on his record. I don't have that, you know? And so you start mm -hmm. to look at these little things, and you compare and contrast. So does Jay but Heaps. <laughs> Jay Heaps got to raise the roof for you, Jay Heaps. You, 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 you would drive yourself mad if you, you can't, always yeah, went into yeah, comparisons. Right. And, I know, and I know. This guy got this, and this, you know, it yeah. would be, it's, it's, it's a sick world. It is, um, and it's it's not a good. It's a downward no. spiral, ultimately. Yes, to, it's to a neg it's a it's a negative way to kind of look at things, and I think we, all, us three always were were had a positive perspective, and I think that's why you know we, we have a lot of friends after we're done playing because you you understood the game, and if it didn't go your way, you knew how to react. You weren't mm -hmm. trying to pull people down and talk talk trash. I think you know it's ultimately if you have good guys in the locker room and, and good leadership, you're going to see less and less of that. All right. Final thoughts. We are at the end of this episode of in soccer. We trust, and we appreciate everybody that's still hanging yes. out with us, whether you're watching or listening, make sure you drop us a follow on Twitter at ISWT pod. Heath, I'll come to you. Final thoughts for today's show. As we deal with the shock and aftermath of this U S men's national team roster drop. I'm going to propose a new name for, uh, Chuck, uh, Charles, uh, Sir Charles run DMC Davies. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the, one of the guys is McDaniels. It could be McDavies, you know, DMC McDavies, dude. <laughs> That's like it. That. That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah we're going to yeah. keep adding nicknames. I, I feel like I'm in the lead with nicknames. You guys need yeah. to catch up a little bit. All right, yeah. Charlie, final thoughts? Final thought. I love the idea of six right backs. Uh, <laughs> roster. But Don't knock oh, it till you try it, Charlie. You know, no. don't knock it till you try it, you know. I think we have the, 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 the core... Uh, you know, the, the, the players that we need to succeed are, are here in this roster. So we need Pulisic, McKinney, Musa, Adams, Reyna, that, that midfield tier with those wingers to be exceptional for us to, to do well in, yeah. in this, in this tournament. Our midfield is our heart. It's our, it's our best part of, of our tw uh, 26 man roster. McKinney, Musa and Adams, you can throw Reyna in there. You could throw Aronson in there. We have the depth in the midfield. So I'm pumped about that. And ultimately we're, we're going to live or die by our midfield. Yeah. I think that's, uh, and, and shout out to my YouTube back. fam. <laughs> hey, you know, I can't, you guys I can't also... correct with the outfit today. So yeah. appreciate speaking it. of outfits, either of you guys gotten the, uh, us soccer collabs sent to you who's got the plug. Charlie, you got the plug. I, I don't No, I have, I not. think, I think cause we slammed the jerseys you, Heath, you and I are, 
I didn't. I didn't get. Charlie one didn't slam it completely. Yeah, yeah. Char- Charlie liked the blue one. Remember? Yeah. Remember I like the blue one. Hey, Charlie said the, the, the white one needed work. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I st- and I still didn't get sent the blue one. So. Okay, that's fair. All right, okay. all right. All right. We'll My final thought: We're gonna come back to you again tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, because we have another weekend of games in the club scene. So now we're just hoping that nobody gets injured and maybe that'll solve some of the problems. Maybe somebody gets hurt and Ricardo Pepe's back in and all we're crying and whining just goes away anyway. And he's no, out there no, running no, around. Don't I don't know. That. I don't want anybody to get hurt. Of course, they're so close to the finish line of representing our country at the highest level. So we don't want that. But yes, we'll be back with you guys tomorrow, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. If you want to join us live, if not, you can listen anytime you want on any podcast platform of your choice. So on behalf of producer Des, producer Alex, Charlie Chuckwagon, Davies, Hollywood Heath Pierce, I'm Jimmy Conrad, DJ Conrad, also the owner's gym. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening and watching Women's Soccer We Trust. Later! Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.